Did you know Bluff Country Feed and Seed in Mondovi is really growing to meet the needs of farmers? Matt has expanded his service area, and your animals can enjoy the expanded feed lines and bulk custom feed mixes right now. He also has seed for all your planting needs for next spring's planting. Visit Bluff Country Feed and Seed's website at bluffcountryfs.com to see what Matt and the crew can do for you. I'm having some fun talking to Jeannie Chilson from Chilson Motors. And we're talking Ram trucks. And there's an awful lot of pride that goes with the Ram truck owners and the technology and the creators of those Ram trucks. And they have a lot to offer. Absolutely. Ram offers anywhere from a 1500 series all the way up to a 5500 series. So whether you're just towing something around town or you need us to customize it for your business or for your work, we have the Ram experts to do so. Ram trucks are so versatile. You can find them working hard to a night out on the town and they fit right in where wherever they go. Absolutely. Ram has worked very hard to create an interior on their trucks that is really a luxury vehicle in a truck. Excellent layout of seating, appointments, and they have really worked hard on the detail of their trucks to give owners a really comfortable, well-appointed driving experience. Ram really looks out for their customers by creating great value in their truck. Absolutely. Ram offers so many different engine options as well, too, from the diesel to the classic V8 Hemi to the new TRX, which has a lot of horsepower. How can we find out more about Ram trucks? You can visit either of our two showrooms, Chilson Chrysler Dodge on Highway 53 in Chippewa Falls or Chilson's Corner Motors in Cadott at the corner of Highway X and Highway 27. Or you can visit us on the web at chilson.com. Remember, let our family take care of your family. It's the Wax Midwest Farm Report podcast with Joe Welke, Kristen Smith, and me, Bob Bosold. On a Wednesday morning, boy, you're going to feel like stepping that step today. We could get a record high. Good morning, Bob, with you. The chore time here at the shank of the day on Wax. Jill is off having some more baby calves, I think, this morning and uh, doing a few other things. So Jill is... Uh, well, I don't think she's still in bed, but uh, she's not with us this morning. She'll be back tomorrow. She's got uh, a few things to do, getting ready to graduate from college. So congratulations to Jill on that. I think that's that's wonderful. That's something they can never take away from you. So, again, a beautiful day to do what you have to do. Let's check our weather here. And our weather brought to you by Chilson Automotive Group. This is the kind of weather you want to sponsor. So Chilson is along with us doing that. Good sponsors for so many things in the Chippewa Valley. But right now, hey, this kind of weather, you're thinking about camping, save big on remaining 2022 RVs at ChilsonRV.com. As we look at our weather, again, brought to you by Chilson Automotive Group. 86 is the forecast high today. If we get that hot, it'll be a new record. The old record was 82 Set back, I don't know, way back when, but uh, again, 86 is the forecast today, so looks like a pretty good shot at it. We'll have sun, and it'll be breezy, maybe a few lingering clouds here and there, just light clouds, but 86 and mostly sunny, a little breezy later on, but not real windy, just breezy. Tonight, down to about 54, 83 and sun tomorrow, also 80 on Friday with a partly sunny day, then over the weekend back to reality on Saturday, 59 with a chance of rain. Sunday, 44 with a chance of precipitation. Now, when I say precipitation, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. That might not be all rain. 
but 44 the high on Sunday with a chance of precipitation and only 49 on Monday and 54 on Tuesday. So enjoy it right now. 86 the forecast high today. It's already 66 here in Eau Claire. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Once again, looking at a probable record today, 86. The old record was 82. Sunny and breezy today. We'll take a look at that USDA report that came out yesterday. Not a lot of surprises for our crop, but boy, Argentina soybeans. Not very big crop compared to what they usually do. We'll talk about that. Also, uh, we'll get the updated crop progress report. Not a lot going on in the fields around the country, but a little activity is underway. We'll catch up on that and a whole lot more this morning we'll take a look at uh, some calendar items get all the markets it's a big day <laughs> I, if you had a quarter to make a call i don't know where you'd find a phone to put it in i don't think there are any pay phones left in this world so uh, again there's like the statler brothers when the lights come on at wrigley field oh how the world changes it's about a minute after five this is 104.5 fm waxx eau claire Let's start with some news. NBC News Radio, I'm Brad Siegel. Body camera footage from Monday's mass shooting in Louisville, Kentucky has been released. Haley Hansen has more. I think I got him down. I think he's down. Five people were killed and another nine injured, including three police officers in the shooting at the Old National Bank in downtown Louisville. LMPD Deputy Chief Paul Humphrey. You can see the tension in in that video. Uh, You can understand the stress that those officers are going through. Um, Response wasn't perfect, but it was exactly the response we needed. Um, I think I would would love to have either one of those officers ride with me any day. Um, They did absolutely exactly what they needed to do to save lives. The gunman was fatally shot by police. I'm Haley Hansen. A massive industrial fire that prompted evacuation orders in Indiana is expected to burn for days. The blaze broke out Tuesday at a recycling plant in Richmond where a large cloud of thick black smoke could be seen coming from the facility. Officials say the fire is contained, but that the smoke is definitely toxic. The Pentagon is vowing to turn over every rock to find the source of a U.S. intelligence leak. A batch of what appear to be classified documents have recently leaked online. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin says authorities are working to find the source and determine the scope of the leak. And we've referred the matter to the Department of Justice which has opened a criminal investigation. The documents cover a range of issues, including sensitive information related to Russia's war against Ukraine. Concrete barriers are being moved throughout Akron, Ohio, as a grand jury decides whether police officers should be charged in the death of Jalen Walker. The 25-year-old black man was shot 46 times in an altercation with police during a traffic stop in 2022. The incident sparked riots in Akron last summer. Now businesses in downtown Akron are boarding up windows ahead of word on whether the officers should face charges. Brad Siegel, NBC News Radio. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Another quick check of the weather, because it's such a nice forecast, but I'd like to talk about it. And our weather brought to you by the Chilson Automotive Group. New 2023 Subaru Outbacks are now available at ChilsonMotors.com. Well, why do they like the forecast? Same reason you do. It's going to be sunny today and breezy and warm. 86, that could be, that would be a new record. In fact, anything over 82 would be a new record. 82 is the old record. 86 is in the forecast for today. Sunny and breezy tonight, down to about 54. And on uh, Thursday, tomorrow, you're going to like that too. Sun and 83, 80 on Friday. Then it'll change. 
Over the weekend, we got a chance of rain. About 59 is all for the high on Saturday. And Sunday, 44 is the forecast high with a chance of precipitation. I said precipitation, not rain. So you know what I'm talking about. Some folks could see a little white stuff. Man, oh man, what next? But again, today it's going to be warm. 60 right now in Rice Lake. Medford, one of the cool spots. Medford's down to 50. It's 57 in Wausau and Marshfield and Green Bay. 65 in La Crosse. 61 in the Madison Sun Prairie area. Milwaukee, it's 60. It's 66 right now in the Eau Claire area. And again, looking for a record high today of about 86 degrees. Oh, it feels good out there, doesn't it? Agriculture. It's the Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And once again, let's take a look at our market. Brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. And as we look at the numbers for the uh, livestock, first of all, we can tell you that uh, this week, choice beef steers trading 172 to 182. With the mixed steers, 155 to 170. Choice fed all beef heifers, 172 to 180. With the mixed heifers, 116 to 170. Choice fed Holstein steers, 141 to 153. Select and silage fed, 110 to 138. The cows, 70 to 93 with a top of 107. The bulls, 96 to 118. And we'll get an update on the on the calf trade uh, coming up from our local sale barn activities. But uh, those prices have been good as well. Butcher hogs, 45 to 65. Sows, 38 to 44. Boars, 16 to 23. Shorn market lambs, 145 to 150. The unshorn lambs, 145 to 170. And the feeder lambs, 150 to 260. Ewes trading 35 to 105 this week. Small goats, 125 and down. The medium goats, 110 to 210. The large goats, 150 to 345. And the nanny goats, 25 to 260. At the Mercantile Exchange yesterday, livestock futures, cattle were up, hogs were down. April live cattle, 172.30, up 92. June, 163.95, up 25. August live cattle, up 35 at 163.25. And October, 167.07, that was up 55. Feeder cattle for April, 202.10, that was up $1.17. May at 207.82, up 220. August, 224.35, up $1.35. September feeder cattle, Two twenty seven sixty two up a dollar sixty, and October at two twenty nine seventy five that was up a dollar eighty. Lean hog carcass contracts April seventy three oh five down thirty two. May hogs at eighty two thirty seven closed forty seven cents lower. June eighty seven eighty five down a dollar thirty in July ninety seventy five that was down a dollar forty. On the board of trade uh, markets were mixed yesterday. Based on that uh, USDA report, as we see, the uh, corn was a little lower and the beans were a little higher. The, again, we'll talk about it, but uh, they didn't make much change in our stocks. In fact, none at all. July corn overnight down a fraction at 627. The oats up one at 336. July wheat up four at 688. July soybeans down a nickel at 1466. And soybean meal down a dollar thirty at 453.70. Cheese prices, uh, Got knocked again. Barrels down four and a quarter at one fifty eight thirty four or one fifty eight and three quarters. The block cheese down six and a half cents, a dollar seventy nine. Butter was unchanged at two thirty five a pound. The April class three fell four cents, eighteen sixty two. But May was up fourteen at seventeen ninety one. June back over eighteen dollars, 
1815. That was up 17 cents. July was up seven at 1868. August up a nickel at 1910 as prices were higher through December. That's the market look brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance this morning. 11 minutes after five. Again, looking for a record high today of 86. That would break the old record of 82 set, I don't know, way back when. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 12 minutes after 5 on a Wednesday morning at Wax. Hopefully it's going to be a great day for you. It should be 86 with some sunshine and breezy conditions. We'll take you to the Midwest Horse Fair. That's coming up this weekend down in Madison. We'll get some of the details on that. We'll also give you some of the details on that USDA report that came out yesterday. Also an update on the crop progress report that also comes out uh, early in the week now that we get into April all the way through November. Lots to do this morning. Quarter after five, and we've got farm news to take a look at. Farm news, and close, of course, including that April USDA Supply and World Agriculture Supply and Demand Report. Also, the crop progress update and some other things I think you'll find interesting as we look at some farm news here on Wax. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, not much change is the best way to describe yesterday's April USDA supply and demand report for corn. Economists made some slight changes in usage for food, seed, and industrial uses, but in the end... They left our ending stocks for corn unchanged at just over 1.3 billion bushels, and it was pretty much the same story for soybeans. Grain traders were expecting a cut in the final stocks number, but in the end, that number was also left unchanged at a tight 210 million bushels. Now, the biggest story in the report yesterday was a 6 million metric ton cut to Argentina's soybean crop, down to 27 million metric tons. That would be their smallest soybean crop in 23 years. Well, there wasn't much activity in the fields this past week as the updated crop progress report shows farmers around the country planted just uh, another 1% of the corn crop, but obviously nothing around here. That brings planted acres up to 3%, about 1% ahead of both last year and the five-year average. Texas farmers now have 61% of their corn planted. Missouri, furthest along in the area we consider the Midwest, about 7%, Missouri, Midwest to South. 7% 7% of the corn in in Missouri. Now, this week's report also shows the winter wheat crop is not as far along as it was last spring, as it's rated just 27% good to excellent. In Wisconsin, our winter wheat is rated 57% good to excellent. Topsoil moisture here in the state continuing to be 100% good to excellent. And uh, we've got uh, more farm news that we're going to take a look at here as we've got uh, a lot of things going on in the world of agriculture. Let's go overseas. Grain shipments out of the Black Sea ports of Ukraine are on shaky ground, it would seem. That's because Russia's foreign minister has indicated his country may pull out of that Black Sea grain initiative. That agreement called for a 60-day extension of grain shipments. But that Russian official said the deal was contingent on lifting restrictions from Russia's grain and fertilizer exports. But those restrictions probably will not be coming off anytime soon. And later this month, Biden administration officials will be in Europe to talk with countries still doing business with Russia as their Ukraine invasion continues. And those Biden administration officials will remind those countries of the penalties for failing to go along with the international sanctions against Russia. 
We'll see how it all comes out. 18 and a half minutes after 5 o'clock, and a pretty nice weather forecast, at least for the next couple of days. 86 today, sunny, a little breeze. 83 tomorrow, 80 on Friday, but then rain moving in on Saturday. 59 for the high Sunday, 44 for the high with a chance of precipitation. So you know what that means. That could mean an awful lot because uh, precipitation could be rain. It could be white. could be icy. Who knows? But again, we're keeping an eye on that weather forecast. Coming up, the Midwest Horse Fair. Boy, what a big event that is uh, every year, you know, between World Dairy Expo and the Midwest Horse Fair, two biggest events held at the Alliant Energy Center. People like their animals in Wisconsin and around the upper Midwest. And the Midwest Horse Fair is now the largest three-day horse event in the country. And we'll talk to the general manager of uh, what's going to be going on this weekend down there. And believe me, there's a lot going on in Madison this weekend, including if you're on the university campus, Babcock Hall, the Dairy Center, being... Uh, opened up after it's been absolutely revolutionized. I'm looking forward. I want to get over there and see that as well. So lots going on. We'll go to uh, Midwest Horse Fair next here on Wax. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. The barns are filling up at the Midwest Horse Fair this weekend at the Alliant Energy Center in Madison, I'm Bob Bosel at the northern end of the world's longest barn in Eau Claire. And Terry Gianetti is the executive director of the Midwest Horse Fair. And Terry, this is not really a new show. It's been going on for quite a while, hasn't it? started in 1979. You know, this marks our 42nd uh, Midwest Horse Fair. And, you know, we are excited with the branded and history, which, you know, is our theme this year. And we are certainly that you know, celebrating uh, the fabulous equine and the special bond between horses and riders. And, you know, I think this year is going to be bigger and better than ever. And uh, the horse fair is actually put on by horse people. This isn't some commercial organization that comes in and puts on an activity. It's put on by horse people. You are right. We are part of the Midwest, or the Wisconsin Horse Council. So, you know, we all work really hard, the, the horse people of Wisconsin, to put on the largest three-day horse fair in the nation. And one of the best as well. Now, Terry, the 14th, 15th, and 16th are the dates. And in the evening on the 14th and 15th, we have some special entertainment. Tell us what it is and how it works as far as ticketing versus getting on the grounds for the day activities. Sure. So we do have the PRCA Rodeo coming back on Friday and Saturday evenings. We also have many world-class performers that will be part of the show throughout the night. Those tickets, um, we you know have been selling pretty quick, but we still, I think, have a few available on Ticketmaster.com. That's that uh, evening program on Friday and Saturday. But, but during the day, I was looking at the schedule, and it's kind of like going to the Smithsonian. You certainly can't <laughs> do it all in one day. No, you can't. You need to spend all three days there. And we do have that detailed schedule on our website. And we have people who plan it minute by minute. Because in order to see the 30 different breed groups, we also have world-class clinicians. We have Stephen Peters coming, who's an Olympian, and dressage. And then we have Dan James, who's bringing five celebrity horses from the show Heartland. People may have heard of that. And he'll be doing a special meet-and-greet with those horses. And 
And then, of course, we have um, almost 500 uh, exhibitor booth spaces for people to shop all things equine. Well, let's break it down a little bit. As far as the clinicians, it seems to me when I looked at the schedule, no matter what you do with a horse, there is going to be at least a clinician or two or three to help you do it. You are exactly right. You know, from horsemanship to dressage to liberty, we have some great on, on hunter jumpers, and we're very excited that pretty much whatever you are looking to learn about or experience, uh, we have at the fair. Whether you want to ride them or drive them. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> now, also, you mentioned here in passing how many breeds are going to be there, but uh, again, You'll get a chance to see some breeds you don't see every day. How many breeds, again, have you got coming? So we are expecting over 30 different breed groups to come and showcase their horses, their special relationship between the horse and rider, and, and all different. Some will be all will be performing. Some will be giving some additional lectures. Some will be performing in our evening shows. So we're pretty excited. And, of course, this is uh, breeding season, and one of the popular events always is Stallion Avenue. How extensive is Stallion Avenue going to be and how will that work so people can see these stallions not just in their stalls but uh, out in front of the crowd? You're right. So we are excited. We have a, a full lineup of different stallions representing many different breeds coming and they do all get to display you know, uh, their stallions in our arena and uh, th- throughout the weekend so you get a chance to see them and learn more about them and and it's going to be a great year for that and one of the fun things is get into the coliseum and uh, and see these horses kind of turn loose so to speak so you can really see them move because different breeds have different gates that they like to show off and uh, you're going to have a lot of that too aren't you we do. We have our special event, our Liberty, and this year we're calling it the Liberty Run. But it is our traditional Liberty where our horses get to just run free to music. It is definitely a fan favorite that will be happening throughout the weekend. Many other things going on here. One thing that's gotten popular out in the countryside is this team penning. And uh, this is getting to be pretty competitive, and that's what's going to happen down at the Midwest Horse Fair. Tell us about how that's going to work. Sure, we are super excited this year to be welcoming back the USTPA team penning competition, which is, you know, three horse and rider teams that work in under 60 seconds or less to corral specified cattle into pens. So we have that competition going on from noon until 4 p.m. on Sunday. It's included in general admission. It is the last, one of the last qualifying events for their national elite finals. So there are, are two events. Friday and Saturday night uh, in Illinois that will those winners will be competing on Sunday to go on to their elite finals. And also some of the new groups, we've had Palomino horses there forever, of course, in different breeds, but a special Palomino group, what's that? So they'll be coming and uh, just representing their new to the fair this year, and uh, we're excited to have them, and they'll be doing a performance as well as, um, you know, we'll get to see them throughout the weekend. And one of the things that I'm glad to see back that I always enjoy watching, the World Championship Blacksmiths. That is really where the, where the, uh, the steel meets the road uh, because these guys and I, maybe a few gals in here as well, they work hard and that's quite a show to watch. So make sure you see what these people do from the literally just taking a bar of steel and making it a horseshoe. 
And, you know, they've been gone for a few years, so we're excited to have them come back and join us in, in the competition where, you know, they'll be uh, included in general missions throughout the weekend. You get to watch them, these expert, you know, blacksmiths, you know, shape their best horseshoe that also will qualify them for a national championship. So it's, it's a competition. It's also about education and using their, you know, fiery skills to produce these incredible horseshoes and they'll be coming from all over the country and and they'll actually uh shoe horses when they're done with their shoes they're not going to hang them on a wall that's right on sunday they do come from all over the country and then on sunday they actually shoe the horses the horses arrive and they shoe them and once again tara Giannetti is with us executive director of the wisconsin horse fair which is april 14th 15th and 16th terry once again how we can access tickets ahead of time so we don't have to sit in the driveway on the way in and uh, also find out about all the goings-on at this year's show. Sure, thank you, Bob. So, yeah, so we have tickets on sale. Blaine's Farm and Fleet is our one of our big sponsors. They have our tickets available. Tractor Supply has tickets available. You can also get them at Ticketmaster.com. And then also we have our entire schedule is on our website at MidwestHorseFair.com. So I'd encourage everyone to go there. That The website is full of great information about planning your trip, where to stay, where to park, and making sure you can plan as you suggested, Bob, to get the most out of your weekend, because there is way more to see than you can do in one day. And again, that's Terry Giannetti, General Manager of the Midwest Horse Fair. I keep calling it the Wisconsin Horse Fair. It's the Midwest Horse Fair. And again, gates will open each day at 7 o'clock. So if you want to get there and get a parking spot, because if you show up about 10, 11 o'clock, you're going to be parking way out in left field. So they open at 7 o'clock. Uh, the show will actually start about 8 o'clock. But again, Midwest Horse Fair, Friday, Saturday, Sunday in Madison. All right, let's get to some markets. Let's see what's going on over there at Premier Livestock. Rocky's going to join us next, courtesy of Bluff Country Feed and Seed. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, let's get over to Premier Livestock and check in with Rocky and see how the markets are going. And uh, are they still still doing so well for the calves? Unbelievably good. Oh, that's good yeah. to hear. Well, yep. tell us all, give us all the numbers. All right. Thank you, Bob. Uh, good morning, everyone. Uh, this is how this week's markets are shaping up so far. Like I said at the top there, guys, markets looking very strong throughout. Uh, choice and prime Holstein steers, uh, fed steers from 138 to 154. Choice beef steers and heifers up to 166. High yielding market cows from 95 to $1.09. Most cows trading from 78 to 94. Top uh, high yielding market bulls from $1.05 to $1.20. High yielding organic market cows from $1.10 to $1.55. Newborn Holstein bull calves, like I said, very strong, 175 to 390 per head. Hundreds of Holstein bull calves on Monday, over $300. Beef calves, 175 to $555 per head. Lots and lots of black calves, over $500. Today, Wednesday, uh, 9.30 a.m., we have our hay auction. Nice selection of hay and bedding. 
feeding, and then 11 o'clock a.m., big, big dairy cattle auction. Uh, Going to be expecting around 300 dairy cattle. Quality is excellent today. Uh, two herds. Herd number one, we get 100 Holstein Parlor Freestall Cows, 83-pound average from Boonster Dairy. Herd number two, we got 55 Holsteins, Red Holsteins, and Fleck V Cross Cows. Uh, there's a really fancy, fresh lineback cow in that herd as well. They're averaging right at 85 pounds of milk. Uh, they're milked in a flat barn parlor. Uh, Going to be many exceptional loads. I mean exceptional loads of top-end fresh cows. One load coming out of uh, one of the best herds in the state of Minnesota. Uh, they're averaging 115 pounds of milk, all two- and three-year-olds. Uh, many, many cows registered today. Some of our very best consigners are selling cattle today. Quality will be exceptional. Full list of consignments with more details at premierlivestockandauctions.com. Questions, call us, 715-229-2500. If you can't make the sale today, don't forget we do do order buying, and we uh, do have online bidding through Cattle USA. Also, reminder, next week, Tuesday, uh, looking like 800 to 1,000 head of feeder cattle for our special feeder cattle auction next Tuesday. Uh, There again, quality is exceptional. We're also selling bred beef cows. Uh, Any questions, give us a call. Bob, that's the way things are shaping up. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. I wish I had a load of calves to sell. No doubt. Uh, No doubt. Unbelievable. All right, what what they figure the the Holstein bulls are filling lots where the people out west have culled out their cow herds and don't have the calves coming, or what's the reason? I suppose. I mean, it's all about numbers. Yeah, that's And I guess, sure. uh, you know, they're predicting pretty low, this, you know, on the feeder cattle and yep, the fat cattle yep. board. It just keeps getting higher about every day. So. Well, it's about time we get some money in the farmer's hands, not the packers. No, no doubt. I all agree right. with that. Talk Thank to you in the morning. You bet. See you, Rocky. Rocky Olson over there at Premier Livestock in the Withy area. Well, let's go find out about uh, turning the calves out or going out and working with the cattle. The weather should be good to do that today. Christensen Sales of Abbotsford. Bringing us our weather, Mike Dandry is over at Skywarn 13. Morning, Mike. Good morning, Bob. Well, tell you what, it's sure been nice. Oh, absolutely. And it's not over yet. No, it is not. Today will be on the hot side, but we won't have the humidity to work with. So if you do have, well, any burning to do, that might not necessarily be advised for today as some of our southern counties actually under a red flag warning uh, from 11 o'clock this morning until 8 o'clock later on tonight. Starting off into about the mid-60s, but later this afternoon, expect to climb to the mid-80s with plenty of sunshine. Clear tonight, low to mid-50s again, and well, tomorrow more sunshine, upper 70s, low to mid-80s. Friday, still plenty of sunshine, rinse and repeat, but a couple degrees cooler, mid to upper 70s. And then looking at Saturday, that'll bring us a chance at some rain, and that's where we'll have those temperatures dropping uh, throughout the weekend, mostly into the 50s for Saturday, 40s in store for Sunday, maybe even a few snowflakes mixing in with that rain. And going into Monday, that's where we'll start to see things clear on out. And Tuesday, highs returning back to the mid to upper 50s but as i mentioned we're starting off into the mid 60s temperature of 65 degrees and a mostly clear sky in eau claire i have to laugh you say you know the hum- we want to deal with the humidity it gets to be the summertime and people say you know it's not the heat it's the humidity <laughs> that's exactly that's, it that's bull 95 is hot i don't care whether it's humid or not yeah you know like you go to arizona whatever yeah, and you, people yeah. will say oh it's a dry heat but like it's 110 <laughs> degrees it's yeah. still hot turn your air conditioner off because you don't have humidity huh <laughs> yeah oh, exactly boy. Not the heat, it's the humidity. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. You bet, Bob. Talk uh, to you tomorrow. You bet. Mike Dandry over there at Skywarn 13, and uh, we're right now about 24 minutes before 6 o'clock. Forgot what time of the morning it was. 
We're going to check on uh, more news, but the weather brought to you on Wax. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, let's get into our newsroom here and find out what Morgan's doing this morning. How are you holding up in this uh, this heat and humidity? <laughs> you know what I can tell you? What is a weird... We have a snow pile in the front of our house that is oh, not the south side still facing. A few, yeah. With 80 degrees and snow piles, that is a weird thing to wrap your head around, isn't it? Yeah, and I was out in my backyard. I had a guy come and trim some trees, and so the pile of sawdust and I scraping it up yesterday. It's frozen, still frozen yeah. underneath there, yeah. so we got a ways to go. Yeah, there is a lot of bizarre weather mashups going on out there in one day, but I guess we'll take it today and see if we uh, can hit that record. Boy, that would be nice. What else is going on? We have some headlines that keep us close to the 715 today. Good morning. Here's what we're learning as the funerals for Western Wisconsin's two fallen officers will be this weekend. Arrangement details being made public with Sheriff Chris Fitzgerald filling people in as a community waits to pay respects. The Joint Service for Shatek Police Officer Emily Breedenbach and Cameron Police Officer Hunter Scheel will be this weekend at Cameron High School. You can find more information online in the details at 715newsroom.com. Continuing and extending into the days ahead, we see Barron County District Attorney Brian Wright saying they should have a report on last weekend's fatal shooting of two police officers from the State Division of Criminal Investigation in about 30 days. He'll review that, and after that, that's when it gets released to the public. These are two outstanding officers, and they deserve nothing more than this report that's going to be coming from the DA's office being done in an expedited manner. I think that's the least that we can do for the families of both officers and certainly for the community as a whole. And funeral and arrangement plans for the fallen officers online at 715newsroom.com. As we look to other headlines, we head to the political stage where that traveling budget hearing is on the road and the message seems to be pretty clear. Local school leaders need more money. It came to our area locally and we look a little bit closer with Nielsville School District Administrator John Garris saying schools used to have to ask taxpayers for money only when they wanted to build new buildings, but now they're going to taxpayers more often to cover things like raises. The JFC or Joint Finance Committee hearing was in Eau Claire yesterday with people giving their opinions there and then lawmakers are set to hold another hearing later today. This one will head to the Dells. Now what happens after that is lawmakers take the information that they've collected, they head back and they get to work on writing that to New Year's spending plan early next month. Staying on the political stage, it seems the Midwest is going to be a little bit of a hotbed for some action and it comes to the national conventions, of course. So we have a Republican National Convention in Milwaukee, but just announced the DNC, the Democratic National Convention 2024, is blowing into the Windy City with Chicago being the host there. Ahead of the 15th, just a reminder, taxes are generally and traditionally do, but because of the way it falls on the calendar, you have a little bit more time. It'll be the 18th this year. Elderly, disabled, and non-English-speaking Wisconsinites can also get some free tax help from the community. Here's Christopher Miller with the IRS. We have a special locator there. You put in your zip code or whatever other information you have, and you'll get a list of sites that are near you. And he's talking about VITA there, the Volunteer Income Tax Assistance Program, and it can work with simple tax returns to help you get those filed. We'll make the click online easy. 715newsroom.com. And some of us more than others seem to be obsessed with that phone in your hand. How obsessed are we? 
See if you match Reviews.org says the average American checks their phone 344 times a day. <laughs> That's once every four minutes. 64% say they've used their phones on the toilet. 61% have texted someone in the same room. And 48% say they suffer battery anxiety when their charge gets below 20%. Our phones help us navigate freeways, purchase goods, and keep in touch at a distance. So why do we spend nearly four hours a day scrolling aimlessly? It's simple. Your phone has all the answers. I'm Bree Tennis, NBC News Radio. Well, we know that's not true. Bob has all the answers. So instead of scrolling, we better roll right back to the barn with Bob Bolsold and your Midwest Farm Report on Wax 104.5. 344 times. I don't do it that many in a year. I know. I had to check that. I'm like, did I hear that right? That's, I'm certainly not on that list. The, the further away my phone is from me, the better. I like a little break from that. Boy, thing. you aren't the only one. Mm. Man, oh man. I'll text you later. No, oh, yeah, please do. All right. So, don't call. <laughs> no, okay. no, that's the thing. Nobody calls. <laughs> no. Text them in the same room. They, oh, yeah. Send a postcard, Bob. I, I, I will I will do that. Okay. Get the about as fast as checking my phone. <laughs> <laughs> Morgan McCarthy in the newsroom this morning. All right, what time is it? 19 minutes before 6 o'clock. Let's catch up with Jill. What's going on with Provision Partners Cooperative? It's time for our Provision Partners update. I've got Brad Matson. He's lead agronomist at Provision Partners. I feel like Spring has sprung with the weather this week. With that weather, what should we be doing out there? Quite a change in a week again. Welcome to life in Wisconsin. And uh, we got busy all of a sudden and a lot of stuff uh, to start looking at. And probably the first and most important is start checking some of your hay stands, make sure there's no winter kill. Most of it's been looking pretty good, but there is some isolated spots where there is some winter kill, so you want to make sure that you identify that early so that you can plan accordingly if you're going to have to eat a little bit more down this spring or uh, um, plant some different types of uh, forage crops to make sure you have enough forage. So that's kind of the biggest thing on, on our list right now. The other thing has been is, is catching the rye fields, uh, wheat fields and stuff, making sure you get your spring top grass on them so you make sure you get good tillering so you can get to your yield um, that you need and stuff. So we've been doing a lot of that in the last couple days of this week. And uh, we have some people seeding some uh, small grains already in uh, the Hickston area. So planting 2023, I guess, is officially started once we get those things done. What about if we get out in those alfalfa stands? Is it too late to kind of do some inserting of some seeds? Well, that depends on the age of the stand. If it's a, a new seeding stand from last year, yeah, you could intercede in that, and that would work. If it gets more than that, uh, the success rate drops with every year of age. And uh, normally there's there's enough diseases pressure out there that it's going to take out. And then you also had a, a autotoxicity factor from the alfalfa itself. So once it's established really good, it'll actually kind of choke out the other seeds from coming. So, you know, you're going to have to, is it just a spot in the field or is it, even across the field, and, and that's why I say you have to evaluate it early to try to get a good handle on, you know, what your plan of attack should be in, in managing that alfalfa stand moving forward. And you brought up some seeds going in the ground again already at Hickston. How's that ground looking? Everybody said it's so uh, beautiful. Ground's working up really, really well this spring, and uh, uh, soil moisture is good, but it's not too wet, and... Uh, yeah, there's even a little bit of dust flying if you look hard enough. Well, and to wrap it up for this Wednesday morning, what do we really need to stay focused on? Well, 
Well, just because we've got nice weather this week doesn't mean it's it's going to stay there. You know, we're we're next week is already looking a little bit cooler. Um, you know, so just stay focused, get the stuff that's important done, the small grains, making sure those are taken care of right now. Checking those hay stands uh, is going to be key right now. We're still a couple of weeks out from soybeans and corn, and uh, you know we want to make sure we have good soil temperatures before we get started. That and a forecast that. Uh, is going to make way into ensuring success with that stand uh, over this growing season. Well, I'm just excited to see the sun out today and that warmer temperatures. Yeah, ain't that the truth. And that's our Pearl Vision Partners update for this Wednesday morning with Brad Matson. He's lead agronomist at Pearl Vision Partners. And I'm Jill Welke. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Almost 13 minutes before 6 o'clock here at Wax. Again, we're well into the 60s right now. We'll get well into the 80s today. Probably a new record. And taking a look at uh, some of the things going on around the area the next few days, we heard about the Midwest Horse Fair down in Madison. That will start on uh, Friday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Also, if you're uh, looking to get a good supper on Saturday... The Hale Fire Department and first responders having their big dance, April 15th. Tax day. You don't have to pay your taxes on the 15th, so go have a good meal. Hale Fire Station, that's down in Pleasantville. And it's charcoal, chicken, hot dogs, and pulled pork served from 4 o'clock till it's all gone. Pie and ice cream served by the Pleasantville Women's Club. Carryouts are available, and there'll be a dance. The Friends Polka Band will be there. From 5 until 9. Again, that is this Saturday down at the Hale Fire Station in Pleasantville. Also, for the kids who like to hunt, don't forget the youth turkey hunt is this weekend, the 15th and 16th. So make sure you got the, the kids licensed up. And if uh, mom and dad or uncle or aunt are going to take them out there, I'm not sure what the license requirements are for an adult accompaniment. But contact the DNR so you're doing it right. Also, dairy judging practice coming up this weekend, the 14th and 15th. And uh, it's going to be uh, with uh, Judson and Trish Brown in the Strum area. And it's a weekend of dairy activity, showing dairy cattle. Then the kids themselves will judge dairy cattle on the 16th, starting at 3 in the afternoon. So contact uh, Judson and Trish Brown down in the Strum area because uh, it's a... Uh, it's a great, uh, great program that they're putting on. They wanted uh, registration and everything by April 10th. But again, uh, try and get a hold of them down there, and uh, you'll be able to uh, get them. The number is 715-533-4402. That number is 715-533-4402 if you want to find out more about uh, getting the kids involved in the weekend of uh, dairy judging both uh, showing cattle and uh, judging cattle themselves. That's this weekend down there in Strum. And again, the Wisconsin bankers having the Agricultural Banking Conference this week, the 13th and 14th tomorrow, and on the 14th, and that'll be down at Wisconsin Dell. So a few things going on around the area. We'll get to some markets coming up next here on Wax. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Yeah, let's see what happened to some of the other sale bonds in their area over to the uh, Equity Altoona Bar and Jim Lindsay. What happened yesterday, Jim? 
Choice beef steers and heifers, $1.30 to $1.66. Choice dairy cross steers and heifers, $1.30 to $1.60. High yielding choice and prime Holstein steers, $1.40 to $1.52. Choice Holstein steers, $1.30 to $1.39. Select underfinished heavyweight oversized steers and heifers, $1.29 and down. Top 20% of the cull cows sold from $95 to $1.07. We had a top of $1.13. 60% of the cows sold from $68 to $94. The bottom 20% of the cows sold from $67 and down. Organic market from Tuesday, 80% of the organic cows sold from $1.40 to $1.70. Bottom 20% of the organic cows sold from $1.39 and down. Cull bulls sold from $95 to $1.10. Thin, full, horn, and lightweight bulls all discounted. 80% of the 95-pound and up Holstein bull calves sold from $150 to $250 per head. Light and poor quality calves sold from $150 per head and down. Quality beef calves sold from $200 to $355 per head. Here are prices for fancy vaccinated feeder cattle from our last sale, which was held here on March 31st. Three to six hundred pound beef steers, a dollar fifty to two twenty-six. Six to nine hundred pound beef steers, a dollar forty to a dollar ninety-six. Three to six hundred pound beef heifers, a dollar forty to two dollars. Six to nine hundred pound beef heifers, a dollar thirty to a dollar eighty. Six to nine hundred pound Holstein steers, a dollar ten to a dollar seventy-six. Six to nine hundred pound Holstein steers, a dollar to a dollar forty-four. Thanks, Jim. Jim Lindsay over at the Equity L Tuna Barn. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, let's get over to the Stratford Equity. Jerry Fitzgerald is with us. And you have one of those uh, in your bathroom, one of those uh, things like you have in your car. You can mount it on the dashboard so that you can talk to me while you're in the bathroom and have both hands free. <laughs> that would be a negative, Bob. No. <laughs> you, you don't do that, huh? No, when we're talking to you, I can assure you that we're uh, in my nice, comfortable chair here. And I was going to say, you're sitting at the kitchen table. You're sitting at the kitchen table. You're not sitting anyplace else. Uh, this is correct, yeah. Right. So. Well, good. With that in mind, what's been going on in Stratford this week? Well, markets have been very good, and we'll give an update to the folks. Bob, I thank you, and a very good morning to everyone. Summary from yesterday, Tuesday here at Equity Stratford. We'll start out with the organic market. Again, the organic market continues to be very strong on these High yielding certified organic cows yesterday's auction selling from 150 up to a top of 168 and a half and lower yielding planer cows organics now I'm talking 145 and below. Now on the conventional type cows they're also selling quite well. Uh, high yielding fleshy Holstein cows yesterday's sales selling from 92 up to 101.50. Most of the cows this week so far from 72 to 92. Thinner cows like carcass cows below the $70 money. On the bull trade, your better quality bulls are mostly from a dollar to a dollar ten, and again we'll have an update on those. Uh, uh, more of the bulls are sold on Wednesday, as well as the fed cattle. We'll give an update on those tomorrow morning. Uh, calves, we can update those this, this week so far. Bull calves very strong, one fifty to three fifty, topping at three seventy. Heifer calves better demand in the last week or two here now, mostly eighty to one eighty on the better quality heifer calves. Uh, these are the lightweight uh, heifer calves and possible twin calves, fifty dollars and below. Good quality beef calves selling from two seventy five to five fifty, topping on Monday at five sixty. Like I said, it's uh, it's a good time to be having livestock. You got to take care of them. Though they're looking for the quality animals, and we are at Wednesday, uh, so we uh, got a big day coming up here at Stratford today. Today we get started this morning. Uh, overnight delivered cattle will be sold first. Market cows, fed cattle, as I mentioned, sheep, hog, and goats, baby calves. Feeder cattle sale today. Today is a a 12.30 start. Uh, that's the time we start the feeder cattle now. Folks, we got a very nice lineup of feeder cattle today. Uh, a lot of beef calves, a lot of yearlings today. We have some black Angus, red Angus, 
for you folks in the Holstein division, we're looking at, uh, we got some consignments of Holsteins. Most of the Holsteins so far on the consignment list are going to be in the heavier range, 600 pounds and above. So a very good selection of feeder cattle today. And again, that will start at 1230. As per usual, uh, folks, if you got uh, questions, give us a call, 687-4101. And just in a parting note, next dairy sale will be next Tuesday, April 18th. We do have a complete herd dispersal, 150 head of Holstein cows for that sale. Information on that on our website. So, Bob, uh, we'll send her back to you, folks. Enjoy this nice weather. And, uh, well, like I said, the um, uh, it's, it's warming up, thawing out, but, you know, there's... Um, uh, field work, I think, is still a ways down. I don't yeah, know. If- I think that's a pretty good, pretty good estimation of the whole situation. Eighty-six today, forty-four on Sunday. That tells you know you what lot. was. What was kind of ironic? Uh, I was uh, got home late last night. I was watching the end of the ball game, and actually during the day yesterday, it was warmer here than it was when they were playing in Phoenix. <laughs> oh yeah, it's been nice here. That's for sure. Enjoy it. Hey, we'll talk to you in the morning. You betcha, Bob. Thank you. There he goes, Jerry Fitzgerald at the Stratford Barn. And Synergy Co-op and Ridgeland bringing us our market report. Board of Trade was mixed yesterday with that USDA report. And overnight, July corn down a fraction, 627. Oats up a penny at 336. The wheat up four at 688. July beans down five at 1466. Meal down a dollar thirty, 453.70. Country elevator prices, Northside Elevator and Loyal Corn today, 621. Beans 1442 at the Arcadia location. Corn 620, beans 1456. Wheat and grain, Chippewa Falls and Connersville, corn 602, beans 1433 in the DTN screen. At Golden Plump, corn 618 at Baldwin, 608, beans 1434. Duran, 606 and 1429. Mondovi and Elmwood both have corn at 611. The beans in Mondovi, 1434, Elmwood, 1439. Fall Creek, 601 on the corn, 1409 on the beans. And Osseo, 616 and 1439. Elk Mound corn at 610, beans 1435. At Sparta, 606 and 1438. Ellsworth, 596 on the corn, 1408 on the beans. Ethanol plants, Boyceville, 629. Stanley, 627. New Richmond, 623. Cheese, down. Barrels, down four and a quarter, 158 and three quarters. Blocks, down six and a half. Dollar seventy-nine a pound. Butter unchanged, 235. April, class three, down four, 1862. May, up 14 at 1791. June, up 17 at 1815. July, up seven at 1868. August, up a nickel at 19. 1910. Get up, get out, and enjoy it. We're going to have record temperatures. 86 with sun today. You've been listening to the Midwest Farm Report. Available at WaxRadio.com in its entirety every day. Brought to you in part by Bluff Country Feed and Seed and Montovi and the Chilson family of Ram dealerships, Chippewa Falls and Kadah. On-demand content at WaxRadio.com.